When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Conspiracy the Show. I'm your host, Adam Todd Brown. Joining me this week and next week, depending on when the episodes go up, as co-host, Laura Crawford. Hello, conspiracy enthusiasts. The, the, people, the theory enthusiasts. The people have requested you. Uh, yeah, and I've come on demand, much like Domino's Pizza with the tracker. And I appreciate it. It's not easy getting people to want to do a conspiracy podcast these days. No, no. They'll post on 4chan, but they won't come out. Yeah, they don't want to be honest about it. But we're fucking honest about it. I'm cruelly honest about it. I am uh, deep. I'm deep state. I'm Q. I'm non. I'm not even a non. I'm, uh, you know. Just Q. I'm Q. I'm Q. Q out. I'm here. I'm Q Crawford. I'm Q identified. Q open. Uh, we're talking about a doozy of a conspiracy today. Woo, this guy is, it is, ugh. because this is like a, um. It's a sticky situation. It's a bit of a quicksand of a conspiracy theorist, because once you get into this, there's a dozen more right behind it. Yeah, this is really kind of, and I had never, I think until you brought this up, because yeah. we were texting back and forth about what topic we should cover, right. and you texted me and said, are dinosaurs fake? And I had <laughs> never heard this shit before that moment. Whoa, that's incredible. And uh, looked into it, and oh boy. What a theory this is. See, oh, there's, it's a really broad statement to say, are dinosaurs fake? But honestly, it is something that's, the timeline on dinosaurs is not correct. Dinosaurs in total are fake. Um, dinosaurs, you know, never existed or the way that they existed is fundamentally different from what science has led us to believe. But this is a conspiracy theory that I first became aware of when I was like, ooh, late teens, because my mom said that she was unsure about the validity of dinosaurs because they're not mentioned in the Bible. It's crazy if you just search around. I mean, there are a lot of seemingly crazy people pushing this. Yeah. But then there's also like I found an article from some woman who's a professor at Boston University who was just like, I don't know, man, I think it's a conspiracy. <gasps> It's crazy. It is nuts. And it's funny because I think more people are probably aware of the idea of the young earth conspiracy or thinking that possibly humans and dinosaurs have existed at the same time. I think that is the thing that people are more aware of right. because of um, intelligent design um, enthusiasts or the, uh, the, the Creation Museum in Kentucky. Is that where it is? I've never been, but probably. Yes, I believe so. So there is a creationist museum in, I believe it's Kentucky, where they do show... Uh, humans and dinosaurs as contemporaries 
So I think more people are aware of that idea than they are that the notion that dinosaurs in toto are fake. Dinosaurs at the table during World War One making fucking plans. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I want Dude. I want all of that. Yeah. To I would be love real. It. I'd love just a big war room with a big globe and just like a Tyrannosaurus Rex and a Velociraptor and Idiomine or something. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, this is gonna be one of those episodes. It happens sometimes. We don't always believe the stuff that comes up. A thing we have gotten multiple one-star reviews over on iTunes lately, in case anyone wants to go out and throw us a bone and help rectify that. But we have a Pizzagate episode and a Sandy Hook episode. And in both of those, we were like, this is bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Like this, you are stretching. And boy, have the Sandy Hook and Pizzagate truthers come out on the iTunes reviews. Not happy. And the, the, the what they what they say is that we don't take any of the things we talk about seriously. We don't give them a fair shot. Yeah, which is yeah. very untrue. If you listen to this podcast in its entirety, mm-hmm. more often than not, I come out the other end of these episodes kind of believing the things that we talk about. It's just that I'm sorry, I'm objective. And right. sometimes if I'm not convinced, I'm not convinced. And Sandy Hook isn't that fucking convincing. Pizzagate, I'll buy that there's a global sex trafficking ring. I don't buy that it's happening in a pizza place in Washington, D.C., though. That is pretty it's an important there. distinction. And the it thing- really is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, on the whole case with Sandy Hook, they just had to, uh, they just lost a lawsuit about it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, don't get me started. But oh, you know. if you want to go out and uh, give us some uh, good reviews on iTunes, we'd appreciate it. Yeah. Bring that total back up. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also, if you think dinosaurs are fake, this ain't the episode for you. I mean, you might be interested to hear what, I mean, I'm sure you understand what people think of your opinion that dinosaurs are fake or that the fossil record was fake. I'm sure you're aware of what people generally think of that. And this is not going to... I mean, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, I don't think we're going to come out of this saying that dinosaurs are fake. Right. So. And I would if there was compelling evidence, but... Honestly, the thing that... I'll, we'll get into it in a minute, but I did find some points about the uh, accuracy or the trustworthiness of uh, paleontologists and scientists in the 19th century. If we want to talk about how that's probably not all on the on the record you know or all yeah i would even buy that we'll go there and we'll talk about it more i would buy that if their one example wasn't just this person was the best okay well show me who the one who was faking it was if there's all these examples you can't use but this one person was better at it than everyone else one person's better at everything than someone else or more published on the topic than everybody else yeah there's got to be someone who's the most right Yes, I so would think. I am willing to agree with you that we should not take all science from the 19th century uh, at face value or not with a grain of salt or possibly not examine the work of fossils, uh, paleontologists and their examination of fossils. We can get into that. Yeah, certainly. But um, are we going to broad base say dinosaurs fake? Probably not. No, I don't think so. So most of the information in this episode comes from a real doozy of an article called The Dark Art of Deception, Why Dinosaurs Are a Hoax, by Jeremy James on the website Zephaniah.eu. I hope that's not like a fucking racial slur in Europe. I have no idea what that is. It sounds like an obscure king from the Bible. 
Yeah. And Zephaniah begot unto his wife, Beshedado. <laughs> Beshedado. Four sons. <laughs> it's before, probably something like that. Before he was hoisted onto his own petard for astrology. <laughs> and this article, right out of the gate, mm-hmm. it's trash. The fight. first thing it asserts is, hey, look, the ancient Romans, they did a lot of excavating, a lot of building. How come they, nor any other ancient civilization, ever found a dinosaur? And then they just move on. Yeah. As if, uh, see, point number one. Yeah, the ancient, oh, no, they say the Native Americans have no, uh, nothing in their uh, mythology about dinosaurs. No other, the, the ancient Sumerians didn't talk about dinosaurs. The ancient Babylonians didn't talk about dinosaurs. And here's the thing. They all did. They just didn't know what the fuck they were talking about. There's Yes. We were talking about this when I got here, which is, I'm like, can you name me a culture that doesn't have um, some form of dragon yeah. in, it, in their mythology or some sort of serpent god or some sort of lizard-like form? There are all over snake cults yeah. and reptilian kind of forms. That's why David Icke believes in reptilians. It's funny that one conspiracy theory disproves the whole uh, basis of another conspiracy theory. Yeah. <laughs> it's like if you believe in the reptilian conspiracy theory, then you have to believe that these people did have ancient evidence or not evidence. It, there were plenty of people who had theories about a time on Earth when reptilian forms were larger or uh, more massive or more uh, in control of the planet. That yeah. definitely exists. Yeah, and by this argument, well, ancient Romans never mentioned dinosaurs, so they can't be real. By that argument, dragons kind of have to be real. Exactly. It's dragons. Because yeah. dragons have been mentioned, so does that mean those are real? Like, yeah. what were they seeing? What were they talking about? Probably yeah. dinosaurs. Yeah. Yeah, or like the snake head gods and all that stuff. They're, yeah, they're dinos- probably dinosaurs. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus Christ, And not Christ, to say that people. we even have to take that as any kind of evidence of anything, because it's, it's art and mythology. But uh, yeah, even like the ancient Chinese, their their original gods were like a brother and sister, like serpent tails and stuff. So just like from it, uh, from the perspective of you know mythology, archaeology, anthropology, yeah, you're wrong. You're wrong. Yeah, <laughs> plenty of societies have found bones that they were didn't understand where they came from, and uh, well, also a lot of people didn't even preserve animal bones the way we would now or bones that they found. That was not a real common thing unless it was a saint or something or a person of record. And what were we expecting the ancient Romans do to do when they found this bone? Yeah. Like look at it and go, it's a dinosaur. Like we didn't fucking know what dinosaurs were. No, it's like also- we were all just, and we're still just guessing. Yeah. In a lot of cases when it comes to dinosaurs. It's also like, well, why didn't they put these skeletons together and do all this stuff? It's like, they didn't even do surgery. (laughs) Like The amount of science that anyone was doing was very bad. They couldn't even, like, for thousands of years, people couldn't figure out, don't shit where you drink water from. You think they could have put people still struggle with that together? Right. Yeah, Yeah. it's true. Or don't drink water from where you put your dead people or whatever it is. You know, so it's like it's I think it's giving them both too much and too little credit to say that they had no idea about dinosaurs. And well, why weren't they? Why didn't they have uh, the Natural History Museum in ancient (laughs) Rome? Huh? It's like they didn't have pants, dude. Yeah. They didn't figure out that warm genitals are a better way to go about things, much less have a natural history museum. Yeah, they were advanced for their time. Right. But if we just stumbled upon an ancient Roman civilization right now, we'd be like, holy shit, you don't have the internet or anything here. Yeah, yeah. This is gross. 
It's also kind of bizarre to fault civilizations for not having certain kinds of science that they would have no idea about. It would be like going back to the 1840s and be like, you guys don't know about atoms and radiology? <laughs> Jerk offs. Fucking like, idiots. Yeah, you could show them a nuclear reactor and, you know, just because they don't know what that is doesn't mean they're completely stupid. It's like the Romans and ancient Greeks and ancient Chinese and all these cultures, they were very advanced in certain sciences like engineering or hydraulics and stuff, but yeah, in a lot of other sciences, not so good. I'm going to stop you right there. Nuclear energy, also fake. Oh, yes. Don't that's forget right. that. Okay, so this we, is. We really build up to a lot of things being debunked in this episode. That was the one that I messaged you about because in this guy's article, we'll probably get into more of it, but there's a number of assertions that he makes, and one of them is <laughs> atomic bombs are fake. Yeah. We didn't drop any atomic bombs on Japan. Oh, and, well, we firebombed them just like we did all those other cities. You know, those kids with those big faker radiation burns. I think he's confusing the fact that we could have just firebombed those two yeah. cities instead of dropping a nuclear bomb on them. And mm. the war would have ended the same way. But uh, we did drop those bombs. Yeah. There was kind of a nuclear arms race. All those fakers and that nuclear arms race. That's the, that's the whole thing. At every point, this theory, it, ju- it at some point always ends up leaning on the idea of, oh, that's fake. Yeah, it, it largely leans on the idea that humanity is not nearly as great as we're given it credit for. That seems to be a big thing is to scale back all of human accomplishments as fake. Right. That's what it comes up is like everything that humans have done in terms of giant leaps forward in science, this guy's like, nope, we didn't do it. None of it. nerds. Yeah. (laughs) Not even the earth spinning. Not real. Right. So this guy basically says that dinosaurs are fake because the nature of the universe, as he understands it, is the earth is flat, Mm -hmm. static. Right. At the center of the universe. Of course. um, Much closer to both the sun and the moon that we've been led to believe. Which are both much smaller. Which are both much smaller and flat disks. Flat disks, of flat course. Flat disks, right? And um, there's no outer space. That's there an illusion. There is no outer space. He doesn't say birds aren't real, but he's like <laughs> right on the cusp. He's like, if I only had 600 more words, we could talk about birds or fake. But um, yes, so those are all true. Uh, the timeline as presented in the Bible is literally true in yes. that uh, six-day week of creation, seventh day of rest, 6,000-year-old Earth. And um, basically his whole idea is that this whole notion of dinosaurs existing is part of his larger plot to make human beings believe that we are at the edges of a galaxy with no meaning and no purpose and we're just a speck and we don't matter and there's no God. Right. Essentially saying if you believe in science of the last... 2,000 years, you're an atheist. Yeah, yeah, if you believe science at all, which I've talked about that on this podcast. We did an episode uh, called uh, What If Satan Is Just a Metaphor for Science? Sure. And I do think that to some degree because there are elements of science that are in direct opposition to organized religion, and it's possible that a lot of the rhetoric around the idea of Satan happened as a response to scientific developments. But at the same time, that doesn't mean science isn't real. <laughs> or that, yeah, like it, it, these are things that have happened that people can prove. 
Like this isn't right. science isn't faith. Yeah. It's it comes back to this misunderstanding of the word theory. It's like gravity is a theory actually. Yeah. There's the theory of gravity and the theory of relativity. Right. And this guy disproves those. And I think people just need to come to an understanding of what the word theory actually means and how it means in science, which is a thing that is pretty reasonably provable. Right. <laughs> and it's not like just some, oh, I have a theory about how if you have extra DVD cases, then you won't lose them. <laughs> That's Larry David. But you, yeah. you understand. Yeah. Um, no, the, the point holds true. So it's, but it is, it's kind of sad to me to imagine the universe in which this guy pictures himself, which is... That we are these ugh, feckless, stupid beings that are such at the mercy of God and that anything we've tried to learn or do is just bullshit. And it was like, right. that's a very sad opinion to form about human beings, that they are just untalented liars. It the only really thing we're good is. at is lying. And the thing about this idea that, because again, very much a conspiracy theory guy, but this idea that there has been this centuries long war mm-hmm. to discredit the bible and that that war is what's driving everything in the world that's some fucking arrogant bullshit like there are mm. the bible isn't the only fucking religious text in the world so discrediting the bible is going to get you like a third of the way there Right. And then you still got to go through the Quran and the Torah and whatever any other fucking religion <laughs> yeah. is is fucking with. You got to take all that shit down too. And this theory is this it feels like some almost like white power type of shit. It's a bit racist. Well, no, well, it it's is, like um, well white people are the center of existence and right. everything else that's happening is fake if it's not white people in the Bible. Right. And um, it is decidedly anti-Catholic as well. He gets into that because that's a big aspect of uh, a lot of people who are anti-Mason or uh, believe in a lot of conspiracies about, uh, you know, like ancient Babylonian power families and structures and all that shit with the Rothschilds. And, you know, they think that, um, yeah, it's a Masonic plot to undermine the Bible and all these people were uh, Anglicans. And then they'll also get into the the, in that article in particular, the guy uh, rails against the Jesuits. Is that right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. So uh, the Jesuits are at fault. The Pope's at fault. Uh, yeah, the Roman Catholic Church is a great horror of Babylon. So it's, it's the anti-Catholic. gang's all here. I know. So it's anti-Catholic, which is also, I mean, the KKK was very anti-Catholic as well. Right. Anti-immigrant. And this anti-Catholic. isn't to defend the Catholic Church. No, no. I'm just saying it's in interesting. Anyway, but yeah. It's interesting that the branch of Christianity that more likely encompasses people of uh, Hispanic descent is the one that they don't like. Isn't that funny? Yeah, weird. Yeah. <laughs> or people of like Latin origins, basically Italians, people from South America, yeah, Mexico, Latin America, uh, yeah, Southern Europe. Huh, funny. Have That's you, the great Satan. <laughs> have you been watching, there's a documentary on Netflix called The Family? I've heard of The Family and I read the book. Um, it came out a while ago about the dude who runs the National Prayer Breakfast. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah, uh, the KKK is widely tied to anti-Catholic shit. This guy's into all the anti-Catholic stuff, anti-Masonic. They seem to be just anti-higher ed in general, right? Yeah. Sure. You but, mean the the guy oh, this, writing this article? Particular. But in yeah. the family, yeah. Yeah, also. And it it's this kind of, I, I mentioned this when we talked about flat earthers, it's not so much, I mean, they're, obviously they're pushing an agenda that the earth is flat, but that's obviously not anyone's end game there. 
No. Like, it's not going to end with people going, all right, you're right, the earth's flat. Now what do you want? And them going, nothing. That's all. We just wanted you to admit the earth is flat. It's a general undermining of the idea of science in general and trusting science or believing science. Mm-hmm. And flat earth shit is just one part of it, as is dinosaurs are real. And we see in this uh, article that those two things converge at one point. Right. And it becomes flat earthers and dinosaurs. And also nuclear weapons aren't real. And then by the end, it's just fuck science. It's all fake. Exactly. And it's interesting because often in conspiracy theories, there's this theory that this conspiracy exists to extract wealth from people without their knowledge or to extract, um, you know, uh allegiance people want to like we want people to believe us and bow down to us and give us all their money usually that is the thing but we want to poison people so they stay sick so we can take their money we want people to uh believe in this power structure so that we can take their money usually it's based upon wealth greed power seeking and blah 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 in this case it's people saying that um I don't know what they imagine you would gain financially from thinking they're like, well, they've made millions of dollars off of dinosaurs. It's been a booming industry for museums. Yeah. And it's like, really, if you wanted to extract wealth from people, that's the thing you would go with to get money out of them. Yeah. Now we can make all these movies. And it's like, no, like 10 of us get to make movies. That's not this isn't if anything, I feel like a lot of organized religions are just kind of a really loose front for money-making operations. Yeah, there are way, like, exponentially more people making exponentially more money off of religion than there are people making money off of dinosaurs. (laughs) So much more money. I know. They're like, Ross on Friends, that's a fucking conspiracy. They made him a paleontologist to make it acceptable to people, and they made him, you know, they made him the beta (laughs) male, so you don't realize how nefarious he is and how manipulative (laughs) You know, it's just, it's not that far, it doesn't affect that many people that are, like, profiting from this conspiracy. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's almost like, well, I don't believe it because it's too small scale, in a sense. Right. It's, like, too large and also too small. But I think the thing I was going to say is, it's funny that people would be angry at a conspiracy that involved, like, bankers, let's say, or politicians. Because those are fields that you often have to be wealthy to get into or be well-connected. So those are very exclusive clubs. But when it comes to dinosaurs and stuff, anyone on Earth can become a paleontologist if they study enough. And if you go to school and if you learn enough, it's not like it's an exclusive field of people where, you know, only if you're from the right families are you allowed to be a paleontologist or volunteer at a museum. Yeah. It's not exclusive. Like the whole thing about science to me is it's very egalitarian and that anyone can be a scientist if they seek out knowledge and they test it. Right. We've seen that countless times where people will start off as peasants in life and become famous scientists. So it's bizarre to me that they're like, science is so exclusive. They're up in their ivory towers. It's like, right. No, (laughs) that's the complete opposite. It's not exclusive. It's not like being a member of the royal family or being a banker. I feel like you you could break into paleontology with a shovel and a little luck on Google Earth. Right. Like, yeah, like the lady who uh, Mary, what's her face, who is, um, you know, she sells, she sells, uh, she sells seashells by the seashore. The lady, Mary, whatever her last name is, who was one of the first women who was finding all these um, 
you know, fossils and stuff uh, on the coast right. of England. Like, yeah, she was a regular person. There have been plenty of regular people who have gotten into the sciences and become a big deal. But it's hilarious to me that these people imagine that the sciences are so, uh, yeah, they're so prejudiced and they're so uh, exclusive and they're so, uh, you know, they kick out people who don't agree with them all the time. And no, they kick out people who don't use good science. I feel like if we traced this back far enough, as far as where this anti-science bent in a lot of organized religions comes from, I feel like at one point religion just sort of wanted to corner the market on miracles. Oh yeah. And they wanted to be the ones to go see that cool thing that just happened. God. And then here comes science going, we can make some cool shit happen too. Uh, if we yeah. just study what's happening around us yeah, in you have a rubber the universe. Against your sweater? Yeah. Makes magic, baby. And I feel like that's where a lot of this comes from. And it's just kind of carried on for a long time. I feel like it's the reverse. I don't think there is a Freemason war on the Bible. I think there is, I think the Bible is waging war on science and has been for a long fucking time. It has. And it's just, it's kind of sad to imagine a world where one book that was created X number of years long ago, centuries, is the book that has all the information you'll ever need in it. Right. What are the chances of that? And that's that's an important distinction here because... They really do, but that's what it comes down to is that they really are saying that the Bible is the source of all knowledge right. you could ever watch and could ever need. And that's, that's I think, the distinction here because we're, we're talking a lot about organized religion and Christianity. There's a difference between a Christian and a fundamentalist Christian. Right. And a lot of people don't realize conservative, like evangelicals, Prior to World War II, were called fundamentalist Christians, yeah. and they eventually realized oh, that's a term the world doesn't like. We better change it, and that's all they did. But they are still fundamentalist Christians who do believe, yeah, the Bible is literal, guys. Like it's mm-hmm. it, like what happened in the Bible happened. It's not just a roadmap for maybe how to live your life without being a dickhead to other people. Yeah. Uh, these people believe every like that it's a science textbook, a history yeah. textbook. That it's yeah, a guide to living. That it's everything, right? That it could be it's every source of knowledge that you could ever want or could ever need. And yeah, oh, and God. with every religion, <laughs> at least with the big three, that's where the problems are. Mm-hmm. Is that small portion that is really fundamentalist and basically zealots over what is in these texts that were written untold numbers of years ago in a world that has kept evolving and developing and changing. And I feel like a large part of religious people in the world get that. Yeah. And they understand that their texts are kind of a guideline for uh, uh, how to live your life. And then there's these motherfuckers who are like, dinosaurs are fake. Yeah, it's interesting because the world... And it seems wacky, but these are yeah. the motherfuckers that bomb abortion clinics and shit like that. Totally true. And it's it's just a very different take on the universe, which is in their take on the universe, uh, the world does not get more complex. That is really what it comes down to, is they right. think that um, the world was created in this very simple manner um, by God directly. So there's one agent acting, which is God, and there's one creation, which is the earth, and that's at the center of everything. And so it's everything getting pared down to be more and more simple. So you only need one book, 
and the book only has one interpretation, and there's only one major player, which is God, and there's only one major focus, which is us. So it's just everything is more and more simple. So you don't need to read other books, and you don't need to do good deeds to be a Christian. You just need to believe in Jesus. So all you need is faith. All you need is one book. All you need is one interpretation of that book. But everything we know about the universe in terms of science, or most people are rational, sort of says, well, the world gets more complex, right? Yeah. The, the universe expands. It gets more complex. We started as early life forms. Things get more complex. So it's it's understanding the world ours. Are things getting more simple or are things getting more complex? So these are people who are all saying the universe is not as complex as you think it is. Right. Or nothing is getting more complex. Everything is always as simple as it ever has been. Right. It's almost an atheism version of Christianity where yeah. as opposed to nothing mattering, one thing matters. Yes. And that's the Bible. And yes. beyond that, it, not, everything's fake. Yes. Dinosaurs, nuclear weapons, the fucking Super Nintendo, yeah. it's all fake. Well, they also believe that anything that says that human beings aren't at the center of everything is degrading humanity. They'll say basically that it's like, to say that we evolved is to say that we at one point we're less than we are now. So it's really egotistical in terms of humans that it's saying that humans are at the center of everything and that it's like, how dare you ever say that I'm not the most important thing in the fucking universe? Right. That a dinosaur could have existed. Like to say that a dinosaur exists not all, is like insulting to them. It's insulting to their humanity. Yeah. It's like, how insecure are you? This is that seems so jealous that you're like, I don't even want to think about God ever making anything that's not me. Right. Yeah, it's and all the animals were made for me. So if all the animals were made for me, then how could there have been dinosaurs and animals before there was me? Makes no fucking sense. Right. And yeah, it's important to keep in mind that also this is a group that thinks the earth is 6000 years old. Right. And dinosaurs existing undoes that altogether. Mm -hmm. And this is a quote from the article, uh, one of many quotes that really got under my fucking craw. If dinosaurs existed on the earth for millions of years, then they should have left a record so extravagant and so extensive that it would be virtually impossible to excavate any part of the earth and not find some evidence of their fossilized remains. Maybe that's true if the earth is 6,000 years old. Yeah. But we're talking about things that existed millions of years ago. Millions. There's going to be a lot of shit built up on top of those carcasses by the time we find them. Even me, not a scientist, and with a basic understanding of how the structures of the world work. Okay, look at the fact that we find temples underwater. We find cities underwater. We find roads underwater. We find huge amounts of data that is underwater that was made by human beings. So we understand that places that used to be livable are now not livable and now inaccessible to us probably in a way and those are just thousands of years ago so you don't believe that things millions of years ago could be at a point in the earth that is largely inaccessible to most people yeah no and and there's uh, this, i gotta laugh because i'm like all right cool well this we is don't understand how digging works well this is another quote right along those same lines why then are they and they're talking about fossils right why then are they only ever found by experts and only in remote locations okay one because they're experts and that's what experts if you gave me a shovel and said go find a fucking dinosaur bone Mm -hmm. i couldn't do it and that's also not true right i've heard of examples of people who are building roads in in california in southern california and they have to stop working because they find something that has to later be investigated by paleontologists archaeologists 
And as far as the only in remote locations thing, this sentence comes after them talking about how, well, if dinosaurs were so plentiful, there should be bones mere miles from your own home. There probably are, and there are probably houses on top of them and buildings. We have built a whole fucking society on top of all this land. You're not just going to bulldoze a fucking home on the off chance there's a dinosaur bone under there. Yeah. Also, we have an understanding... And that's why we dig in remote locations. Because there's no buildings on top of remote locations. Also, there was a giant asteroid that hit the Earth. (laughs) There's been huge movements of glaciers. There's been ice ages, multiple ice ages, the major ice age, and then the little ice age. There's been fast uh, changes to the Earth. Yeah, just that asteroid hitting uh, wiped out a lot of them. And even the asteroid thing, people are like, why did mammals survive? Dinosaurs were mostly herbivores, you fucking goons. And cold-blooded. Yeah. <laughs> they, they ate plants and couldn't survive cold weather. Yeah. It's pretty easy. It's easy math. Yeah, it's not very hard to figure out. And then um, just the whole thing of getting into like, well, the physics of these creatures don't make sense from a perspective of uh, anatomy. Yep. That, They're too big. Yeah, that, that comes up. And the thing is, you seen a blue whale, motherfucker. Like we're just now, we're we're talking about things that existed millions of years ago. We're gonna get some shit wrong when we're figuring out what they are. And one of the things we got wrong is that we overestimated how heavy dinosaurs were. Right. In a lot of cases, they were more like birds. And go look at any bird right now. That fucking top heavy idiot. Runs around just fine on its stupid little twig legs. Look at a pelican. Yeah. Fuck, look at a platypus. Do you think that makes sense? It makes no sense. It makes no goddamn sense. There's Zero. There's so many things in nature that from a design perspective are weird or strange or don't make sense from a design perspective. Not every animal that's designed ends up in its form because of the engineering totally makes sense. Some of it is sex selection, too, and mates yeah. and things to do with breeding patterns that we don't totally even understand. Like, there are features on animals that are selected by their, their partners that are not the most, um, from an engineering perspective, aren't the most rational or aren't the most efficient forms to have. Right. Like for a reindeer, do you think uh, that having giant crown of <laughs> thor- of uh, antlers is the most efficient it has model? to be impractical. Yeah, it's a bit impractical, but yeah. yet it exists. It's still there. It's still there. So to be like, well, it would be impractical for dinosaurs to exist in those forms. It's like, it's impractical for a lot of things to exist in their forms. It's impractical for human beings to have 90% of our heat lost through our head. Yeah. That makes no fucking sense. Stupid. Or to have a blind spot in our eyes. Why don't our eyes go in every direction with no blind spot? Yeah. Why can't I turn my head 360 degrees? Exactly. Why do we have an appendix? Owls can do it. Right. How come owls can do it and I can't? Maybe owls are fake. Yeah, exactly. I'd be fine with Maybe that. Maybe I'm fake. Owls are fucking murderers. When I come to the end of these, I just want to be like, am I real? Yeah. it's. And I should mention, this article, 28 pages long. And I did read it all. We've covered about four pages of it. The thing that gets me, too, is there are a number of fundamentalist Christians who do believe in dinosaurs, but they merely believe that they existed at the same time as humans, possibly in different forms that we're imagining them. So this is even beyond what those people believe. Right. Because a lot of people who look at stuff in the Bible, in the Bible they do mention a behemoth. 
That is a thing that is mentioned as like, you know, a large beast that some people have looked to and they've compared it to possibly like a brontosaurus or something like that. Like, I think they get into the descriptions of the tail is like a spruce tree or a pine tree or something like yeah. that. So, I mean, even if you were a fundamentalist Christian who was taking a, a more literal approach to the Bible and what they say about uh, creatures that don't exist in our present time, there are, yeah, you could come up with somewhat of an argument from a theological perspective that says that dinosaurs did exist. So it's weird that they're even making enemies of those people. Yeah, because that, like, man and dinosaur existing at the same time. Flintstones. I feel like if you want to have that talk, that seems like maybe you could sell me on that. Yes, some form of dinosaur. Dinosaurs just aren't real. Jesus Christ. Okay, so what we come to with saying they're not real is, I've heard this before. This is one of the first things that I heard. I can't remember where I first heard this, but there are people who believe that specifically Satan made all those bones and put yeah. them in the earth to yeah. confuse and uh, undermine faith. Yeah. We talk about that. I mean, they kind of allude to that in this article. Yeah. On next week's episode, we talk about that a little more. Yeah. But that's really just crazy people. Like, there's no, like, I, I don't know if there's anyone who's not sort of a crazy person pushing this, right. but... right. Those people especially. So what they're kind of saying is that, uh, so the what's interesting about them saying dinosaurs are fake is they make all these points about how what we see in museums are not real and that those are all made up. It's a form of science fiction and art is what they say. Yeah, it's a reconstruction and only part of it is usually the bone they found. And here's the thing. Yeah. That's fine. That's what I want. Right. Like if you find a fucking femur, don't just put it in a museum and go, look at that fucking bone that used to belong to a dinosaur. I want to know what that dinosaur looked like. And yeah. if you can build the entire skeleton and go, hey, that part's actual bone, I'm going to go, cool, that's neat. Right. Like, what What else are they expecting people to do? It, I think they're overestimating how much people are not believing what's in museums, but it's okay. So if I go to the Natural History Museum and I see that they have a mural painted where they show like maybe a typical scene millions of years ago, I know that that's somewhat an artist rendering. Right. <laughs> like, I don't think they fucking went back in a time machine and had a little took camera, a took a snapshot doing a sketch. <laughs> you yeah. know, I understand that it is uh, scientists have to, in certain ways, imagine the past world. Yeah. There's a Starbucks there now. (laughs) We have to imagine what it looked like. Pave paradise and put up a, not even paradise, but yeah. Or um, so they think that like the La Brea tar pits, that's all fake, right? Where does it end on the fake? Are woolly mammoths fake? Are saber tooth tigers fake? I think, yes. Like this is a quote that really kind of sums up everything this is presented as science in our schools and colleges but it is complete nonsense the earth is both flat and stationary there is no such region as outer space there are no asteroids the earth is only a few thousand years old dinosaurs never existed and mammals never evolved in short the earth and its history are exactly as described in the bible So this is a theory coming from, again, a fundamentalist Christian. Like, not just a, like, this isn't your friend who goes to church. No, this is fundamentalist beyond even what they have at that creation. It's like a Shiite Christian. Yeah, this guy is going back 
I think even Aristotle would have a lot of uh, arguments to make with this guy about what he knows about the universe. Oh, God damn. That is just something that is, oh. I had another point I was going to make, and I'm just like, you know, when you're thinking about something, then you hear more, and you think about it, and you're like, ah. That well, that, like, it's like a, a stick of incense just got burned into my brain. Well, that's how this article kind of works, because at this point, we're up to page six. Yeah, okay, so asteroids are fake. Stuff we've covered, and we're already to outer space is fake. Asteroids, asteroids are fake. Uh, the moon is actually a flat disk. Right. About 30 miles in diameter. That travels in a circular path about 4,000 miles above Earth, not 240,000, like you've been thinking this whole time, Laura. Uh, that's just what the Masons want you to believe. This Masons is a Freemasons thing. It's funny, too, because on a point, he makes this kind of point that ancient peoples had no... Um, they had no descriptions of dinosaurs, or there's nothing to do with evolution, but... Weirdly enough, there are some things in ancient religions. Like the ancient Egyptians believed that baboons, I believe it's baboons. I'm trying to think. But baboons were, uh, contained the souls of their ancestors or mm-hmm. that some of them represented forms of reborn ancestors. Uh, so that is a, in a weird way, almost correct. Yeah. Oh, an almost correct idea about evolution. And those are the ancient Egyptians. Right. And it's funny because it's like the pyramids are 12,000 years old. Yeah. So the pyramids... Or they're older than they're, the earth. No. So, or they're fake. Yeah, or they're fake. Or we're getting the we're getting the dating on the pyramids wrong. Mm. The Great Pyramids, yeah. yeah. Nope. Uh, also on page six is when they finally get into uh, atomic bombs yeah. aren't real. And the best part of this little kink in the theory is that they just throw it out there in one sentence and basically say, we never bombed Japan. They were just firebombed like all the other cities, and then they just go right back into dinosaurs. So it, they don't explain that shit. Nope. <laughs> they just get right back to dinosaurs. It's pretty amazing to think that you could get the entire nation of Japan to participate Play in this along. conspiracy. It's yeah. incredible. How did they fake all those radiation burns anyway? I know. All that peeling Movie magic. Skin? Movie yeah. magic, you know. Yeah. Hollywood magic. It's interesting. It almost makes sense if you think about it from the perspective of... Um, so from their idea, from this guy's idea of the universe, and obviously he's representing more people than just himself, um, man could never have the ability to destroy the universe. I think that's what they're kind of saying. They're like, man, God would never put man in the position where he was so powerful that he could destroy his own planet. And it's always scaling back human abilities. That's their whole point is they're always scaling back human abilities. Right. We've not done any science. We've not made an atom bomb. We've not traveled to the moon. We've not understood anything about the, the true nature of the world. Only God gets it. Right. And only people who, you know, listen to God get it. Meanwhile. So it's all, it, it, that's another thing. It's just scaling back human abilities. We've never conquered. We've never split the atom. No, we never did that. Yeah. We're talking about millions and millions of years that the earth has existed. Like the United States is what, 200 years old? We're nothing. We are nothing in the big scheme of things. And there's just this general notion with humanity in general that, well, whatever, wherever we are right now, that's the furthest humanity's ever gone. And we don't fucking know that. There could be civilizations that figured all this shit out and then destroyed themselves with nuclear weapons. It's true. And we, like I was going to say, certain societies advance in certain forms of science more than others. Yeah. You know, and um, 
it could be that um, some forms of science that they actually did know and they got wiped out. And I mean, that's just the way knowledge goes and collecting knowledge. And we don't know where pockets of knowledge could have existed that just didn't continue. Like we're looking back now and we're finding out that Neanderthals had far greater um, knowledge of boats yeah. than we thought before and um, how that all that, uh, you know, science and technology works. And if you are not the dominant group that gets your history written down, if you don't survive genetically, it doesn't go anywhere. And it's unfortunate. It's a scary thing. Some, a lot of this seems based on fear. Is that wild to say <laughs> that it's scary because it's scary to people to imagine a world that's not fully described, a past that's not fully described and static and perfect, which is right. the past of the Bible. And to imagine a world that is possibly beyond what we can imagine or uh, more complex or radically different than what it is now is just the idea of that much difference is frightening. Yeah. And, and it is scary to imagine a world that was just cold-blooded beasts. Yeah, that's frightening and it's not warm and it's not personal and it doesn't seem very godly. Right. And if, well, and also if you're one of these people who believes this theory, there's uh, something in it for you in that no one wants to feel like they've been lied to or right. like they've been conned or that their entire fucking life and their entire belief system is a sham. But if you're a fundamentalist Christian, dinosaurs undo that. Like you need dinosaurs to be fake. Otherwise, everything you believed is kind of a lie. You could say that, but it's also, I think, um, if you really believe in God and you want to exist as a spiritual person, I think you could accept that um, God's concept of time, godly time, and our concepts of time are radically different. So if God is a thing that has always existed and will always exist, then spans of time to him are completely different than they are to us. Right. So dinosaurs blip in the radar, um, you know. The evolving Earth blip on the radar in terms of but even creating then, the universe. You can believe in a God that is a creator God. But even then, but you need to believe short periods. Yeah. But if you're a fundamentalist, yeah, you yeah. need to believe that God created man first. Yes. And then your, your everything timeline, else came after that. Yeah. Your timeline. Well, if you're a fundamentalist Christian in this way, in this biblical of a fundamentalist, I think you're really underestimating God. I think it's almost kind yeah. of uh, blasphemous that you think that. The entire nature of God could be understood in this book written by these human beings, that the nature of God could be so much more complex than humans could understand within the Bible or people right. in biblical, biblical times could understand of God or even now that we can understand of God. You could say that you could even be more godly than this guy, have more faith in God than this guy and come to the complete opposite conclusion of him. Oh, absolutely. Which is bizarre. Yeah, it's... I. That's the thing. We're God. We're not like discounting religion or believing in God by saying that this guy's full of shit. No, I don't think so. No, I. And that's one of the things I've been trying to get across. Like religious people and people of faith are. It's it, it's most of the world for one thing. So yeah. they're going to be a very diverse group with yeah. a lot of different types. And this is one uh, small part, but it's also. A small part that wields an unfortunate amount of influence in the country. Like, yeah, evangelicals 
have for a long time wielded a lot of power in this country. And yeah. I feel like we need to go back to calling them fundamentalists. Like they don't get to decide. Exactly. Like I like, was just going to say. You're a fundamentalist like, Christian. People who have belief and who have faith in God and also understand uh, that uh, science is a, a gift from God, or if you believe in it, that you would believe that science or human ability is a gift. And it's uh, something that we should be thankful for. And to have a group of people who are under your umbrella who are shitting on that gift, you should you should beat the shit out of them. You should kick yeah. them out of your group. You should say, you don't represent me. They should be more incensed about having these assholes go out there and be like, well, I think science is bullshit because of my faith. And it's yeah. like, no, that's not what faith does. That's not no. what faith does. Um, yeah, so they should be more upset about this. It's kind of like how people are like, who is it? I remember around the time of like, uh, you know, 9-11 stuff, there would be all these psycho conservatives who would be like, well, why don't more Muslims come out and denounce 9-11? And they're like, well, we don't have to. Yeah. <laughs> it was just, it, I'm almost being like, well, why don't more Christians come out and denounce these psychos? It's like, yeah, it's bizarre, but it's like by that logic, it's like, yes, people within a large tent should kick out the worst members of uh, of their groups. That's how you stop your group from being taken over by pricks. So we're not saying that like believing in the Bible puts you in the same category as these people. These people are far outside even what, uh, you know, biblical scholars would consider rational. Well, these people are, especially when you get into militia types, they are to christianity what isis is to islam right and it's interesting to remember how um you know a lot of the isis fighters and people who were fundamentalists were uh destroying buddhist temples and destroying um records of ancient mesopotamia and stuff that was pre-islamic and that the destroying of ancient literature or ancient science or beliefs and stuff in culture is very strong among fundamentalists and in the same way, and it's a form of genocide. It is, and it's erasing history. And if this guy had his way, what would happen is we would go out and destroy natural history museums. Right. We would destroy any reference to dinosaurs or mosques. Mosques. We'd have to get rid of. Yeah. Or anything that recognized atomic power would have to be destroyed. Right. Yeah. So anything that talked about anything like that would have to be wrecked. So we would have to undo all of these institutions. That would make them happy. Yeah. It would it would be a handmaid's tale kind of existence. Exactly. That's what this is to go forth with it and say, what would this look like in practical application in people's lives? Imagine having all textbooks only reflect the literal truth of the Bible, no literature, no science, no history. Right. You know, no paleontology, no archaeology, no studying of other cultures, because who cares? You, know? you got cancer. God punishing you. Exactly. You better right. go pray. Right. So, uh, yeah, so dis dismantling all culture and all learning and all knowledge and all man-made creation that is not to do with the Bible. What a great world. Yeah. Wouldn't it's you love to live in that world? So much fun. I know. And we should. No sports, no. Yeah. on Sunday. No. Stay home on Sunday. Don't even yeah, turn the lights on. Just joking. There's no lights. Huh. Uh, it's no power grid. It's a work of the devil. So, of course, like any good conspiracy theory, the Freemasons do come up. In this, we've mentioned. Them. Oh, yeah. You got to say who's doing it. Yeah. It's the Freemasons who are doing this because they need a uh, a link to make evolution real. Mm -hmm. And dinosaurs are somehow that because, yes. of course. And one of the things that comes up a lot in this is when they talk about the sun and the earth 
All of those, like the sun is 333,333 times larger than the earth. Mm -hmm. And they're like, what a convenient coincidence for the Masons that the sun is that size. And that's one of their, their, their numbers. And then the earth's axis relates to something Masonic and the distance from the sun to the earth is something Masonic. And they're like, Oh, how convenient. We figured all this shit out, like the size of the sun, how far we are, all the Earth's axis. We figured all this shit out in like the second, third century BC. Yeah. Masons were founded in 1717. So they had more than a thousand years mm-hmm. to learn up on this shit and base all of their symbology around that, not the other way around. They do point out that a lot of the, uh, members of the Royal Historical Societies in London around the time that, so like 1840s-ish through early 1900s when a lot of discoveries were being made about dinosaurs, they were like, okay, so all those guys were Anglicans. <gasps> and um, It's because we they were only said, letting Anglicans do shit back then. Yeah, it's absurd. So they were like, so, so they just all happen to be Anglican, uh, you know, Masons? Hmm. Mm, sounds that, pretty. Sounds pretty uh, coincidental, and it's like that's the only people were who were allowed to be scientists. Yeah, no one else was doing anything back then. Yeah, everyone else was being fucking oppressed. Exactly. It's just it's just so funny that it's like, huh? Isn't it? Isn't it so funny that it, we only learned about this in the eighteen forties? And it's like, isn't it so funny that we only learned about uh, atoms when we did, or we only learned about anything when we did? It's yeah. Like, it's like that's how advancement works. You learn about things. And God. one thing we talked about it before this. I don't know if we've even brought it up on this episode, but one point they keep hitting on throughout this entire article is weirdly. Only paleontologists have this skill. And it's like, yeah, they're the ones who are trained to find fucking dinosaur bones. They get like one guy to talk who is saying that he had, there's this dude who basically failed as a paleontologist. He was talking about taking these courses and he's like, well, they, they thought I was a moron because I couldn't tell the difference between a rock and an egg, but they're the same thing. <laughs> and I was like, wow, it sounds like you just suck at paleontology. Yeah. It sounds like you're dumb. Yeah. And it it says at one point, apparently you have to be able to tell where the rock ends and where the fossil starts. How come only paleontologists can do this? It's like, fucking, how come only a musician can play a guitar solo? I know. Because they fucking learn how to do it. Like, we all look at a guitar and see the same number of strings and the same number of frets. And it's the same amount of data and the same amount of technology, but... Certain people, we always hear stories of people who are kids who can go to a piano and hear yeah. a tune and play it. I don't be like, music is bullshit because you can just hear a song <laughs> and play it and I can't. Yeah. It's bullshit. It's like. God wouldn't make us that way. Um, how come these people can like just look at an apple and draw it perfectly, but I can't? It's nuts. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it would be like, well, what is this artistic ability? <laughs> well, I don't know. It's like some of uh, why. How come a plumber is the only one who can fix my pipes? Yeah, my suspicious, huh? They hit on that point so fucking much in this article. It True. is infuriating. But the whole thing is infuriating. We'll link to it on the website. You can, if you want to do it to yourself, you can go read the whole thing. I think that's what's particularly interesting about this one is uh, the level of offensive it is because it it can offend the sensibilities of atheists, of deists. 
of Christians, of yeah. people non-Christians, of people, even people who uh, are more biblical literalists than even I might feel comfortable with. You know, even people who might even describe themselves as fundamentalist Christians would have major arguments with this or would yeah. be offended by it and the stupidity of it. It is it's probably one of the few conspiracies that could manage to offend nearly everyone. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think almost everyone almost would, everyone should be offended you by You really have to be way out there to yeah. get behind this theory. Yeah. It, it it offends people in the same tent as as him, you know. Yeah. Even people even people who have conspiracy theories about dinosaurs could be offended by this. Yeah. Because they could just think that they existed on a different timeline. Yeah. Yeah. I love amazing. I love a conspiracy theory where uh, you have to believe one side or the other or it just cancels. Like the moon yeah. is a good one for me right. because there are a lot of people who are like, we've never been to the moon. And I don't like that conspiracy theory because then it makes the whole, oh, we went to the moon and there's some shit up there and we can't oh, right. go back. I like that theory better. Yeah. Or it's that it's hollow. Yeah. I want, it to be, I want it to be something like that. Yeah. It's funny that people who are like, I have different things. I have different feelings about what the moon is. Even those people can't agree. Right. Yeah. There's no agreement. There's yeah. no conspiracy to get together and all agree. <laughs> For the people who always point out conspiracy theories, they can't seem to find much unity themselves. Right. They seem to think it's so easy for other people to collude, but yet they can't come up to an agreement. Isn't that weird? Weird. Yeah. Weird. Really they, find, weird. they think it's so easy for people to come together and all agree to a lie, but they can't agree on a truth. Yeah. <laughs> Strange. <laughs> weird. So that's our episode. It's been a good episode. It's been a very enjoyable episode. And we're going to keep it going next week. Mm -hmm. We're going to dig into some other dig. Hey, <laughs> how come only paleontologists can do it? Uh, we're going to get into some more wilder dinosaur conspiracy theories. These ones are fun. And they're, they're all bullshit. There's one, there's one on there that I kind of buy, but it also comes from like a Princeton paleontologist so it's not you can imagine me doing a jerk off motion <laughs> princeton couldn't get into harvard huh <laughs> good <Deuce> point bank. <laughs> fucking idiot go to cornell and save yourself a couple pennies <laughs> <laughs> you really fucking stuck it to her uh <laughs> what do we have to plug good before Lord. we get out of here patreon.com slash unpops you can get bonus episodes of this podcast and all the other podcasts that i co-host uh, do that. And uh, I'm going to be touring in like May or something. Whoa. 2020. Write it down. Yeah. Maybe I'll follow Trump on all his campaign stops. That's not a bad idea. <laughs> I'm going to be in Bertie's eventual funeral train procession <laughs> once he gets assassinated by a right winger. Uh, Laura Crawford. Besides that, what do you have to plug? <laughs> I am uh, now the uh, co-host on a monthly show slash mic in uh, beautiful Ojai, California. So it's the last Monday of the month. It's called Wayne in It. It's me and Bird Hoffman at The Vine, which is a beautiful wine bar in Ojai. Ever been Ojai? I have done that show. I did oh, it, no way. I think, the week before you did it. Bizarro. Yeah. Bizarro. That's um, a drive. You're yeah. co-hosting that? Yeah, it's only monthly, though. You have a helicopter? I oh, wish. it's monthly? It's okay. monthly. Yeah, that's not It's monthly. And I just, Ojai is gorgeous. If you get an opportunity to go up there, it's north of LA. It is where, um, it was like north of Malibu, basically, if you can imagine. It's up there. Yeah, it's about 90 miles. Me and Kevin, 75. I did that show with Kevin Anderson, and 
We were three minutes from the venue and we were still in the woods. Yes. Like you come you out know, of the woods totally and then the you're on Main Street. You fully expect a headless horse person to yeah. assault your I was vehicle. like, were we booked on this or were we invited? It's very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, is gorgeous though. Yeah, it's and great. It's a lot and of it's hippies. a fun show. And see, I'm from, I spent a lot of years living in Cambridge. So old hippies are really my, um, my forte for an audience. Yeah. yeah. People who make their own N- NPR tote bags. They're like, I have the canvas. I'll just write it on there. Yeah. I'll give you the donation, but don't give me the bag. Don't bother. Yeah. <laughs> That's my great, like, sum up of them. People who are very angry uh, cyclists. Yeah. Uh, anything else? Got that going on. You can always look at Crawford Comic. It's my things on Instagram and Twitter, so you can always check those out for more shows, things coming out. Cool. Let's get the fuck out of here. Laura, say goodbye. Goodbye, Laura. Goodbye, everybody. We love you. 